Hello and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. I'm Kathleen Butler Duplacis. Yeah. yeah, Kathleen is back again. Still have time and still have a microphone. So we're, we're <laughs> here. We're here. That's all you need. That is the requirements, you know. And you know, like a cocktail as well. Oh, I got my boxed rose. There you go. Fantastic. I'm not a rose. I know. Uh, well, I know. there is a shortage. A, I'm drinking a tequila. <laughs> There's smoothie. a shortage. It's like uh, toilet paper, rose right. and toilet paper, all out of it. Well, yes. We've made it. We've made it to a Memorial Day weekend premiere <sighs> of Lorena Baba. We've been talking about it for weeks. I can't the anticipation. Yay. Yeah, we did it. We got there. We made it. And let me tell you, Drew, it does not disappoint. Oh, that's great news. I was really, I was, man, I was kind of scared. I was kind of scared that it was going to be bad because then it's like, oh, no, now we have to make fun of. Like domestic violence and the dude getting his dick cut off? Oh, no. No. It got me into what can only be described as a feminist rage. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. I was, yeah. like, so angry that I frightened my husband when I finished watching this. That you almost cut your husband's dick off? I mean, if he had messed with me. I mean, right. fuck. Yeah. You mess with fucking you mess with me. I'll cut your dick off. Yes, well, and and this is the thing, right? This is what everyone knows about Lorena Bobbitt. Okay, they that's know all that we Lorena know. Bobbitt cut off a penis, and that's all you know, really. Yeah, I mean, it was just we, like a we late night like, joke. We I were mean, babies I, when this happened. I don't feel I I, I don't feel like because I remember I was like in my teens, I think. No, Drew, we when were this babies. Happened? We were like just born. <laughs> right, sure, we were just born. That's that's right because we're young. Right, we're, we're very not old, young guys. We're not old men. <laughs> Speaking of young, there's children running upstairs on my apartment above me. So they're yeah. not really there, Patrick. <laughs> oh no, it's like the hours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but we I were... th- but I'm saying that like if we like I remember it being it, that's so when it when it first like kicked off, of course the media was just like this fucking bitch cut this dude's dick off. Yeah, like that was the whole media thing. But like I, I think over time, I think most people know that the motherfucker deserved it. But. Yes and no. Like I do just remember, I do just remember it being a joke, like totally. late night jokes, and like kind. Of, I mean, there are a lot of similarities to um, the Monica Lewinsky scandal. It's like yeah. that would have been handled entirely different, but the '90s were like, ha ha, jeez, we're just like, whoa, <laughs> buddies touching each other's penis, blowjobs, ooh, Ooh-hoo. you know, like. Such a strange time. It's a weird like, time. In general, like, 90s was very weird. 90s was a very weird time. John Bonet was John Bonet in the 90s as, too, as well. I think John Bonet was also yep. in the, the 90s. Also very yep. weird. But and I don't think probably... that one was. Yeah. I don't think John Bonet was taking as much of a joke. I mean, there was like. No, no. Fascination oh with so, it. I mean, there were so many there were jokes. jokes. Yeah, there, there were definitely jokes, but. <laughs> there were uh, some. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? John Bonet. John, John Bonet who? who? Exactly. Oh damn! <laughs> she did. Okay, the brother did it. There we go. I think that's our first. The brother did it. I think that's our first John Bonet joke. Well, good on the <laughs> there show. There you go. There you go. <laughs> always, always good with a knock knock joke. But okay, so the movie actually. Let's jump back to the movie because uh, the '90s. You know, there hasn't been a Lifetime movie about Monica Lewinsky. Surprisingly, 
there has been a been a, about JonBenet, and I don't know what took so long to get to freaking Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like, yeah, I think everyone's been dropping the ball on that one. Because Lorena like, time... Bobbitt's, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I just totally interrupted you. No, it's it, now that time has passed, like how much time has passed, it's like we know all the things about yeah. it. So it's like, what? Are, yeah. why aren't we doing that? And it is like, it's it is so wild that it is like an actual lifetime fictional movie right you know what i mean like yeah. it yeah, was sensational yeah it like was just huge maybe sensational. No, maybe no one was touching. yeah not like not like oh the next sensation but like sensational and is like wild yes so the movie stars uh dana montevallo great luke humphrey and Lorena Bobbitt, or now Lorena Gallo. Yeah. Yeah. So Lorena Bobbitt's I, actually in the movie. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She's, she, she like narrates. She narrates mm. and she's a producer. And uh, yeah, she's like heavily involved in the production. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that was like amazing to see right off the bat. You're like, okay, yeah. good. And also, I looked up the woman who played Lorena Bobbitt in the movie, and she's like, and uh, like she's like a legit real actress and you can tell she's very freaking good yeah i mean i kind of didn't even think it wasn't lorena bobbitt (laughs) yeah we thought it was just a time machine i thought it was just a time machine i'm watching the lorena (laughs) bobbitt's memories you're Mm -hmm. watching a documentary in real time yeah totally and the director was actually pretty good it was a female director Mm -hmm. Uh, i wrote down her name uh dishanka oh god dishanka esther hazy is how I'm saying it. Uh-oh, we're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> yes. Well, she, she, she was so good. I thought she did a really good job. Like, Because, you know, Drew, like, when you have the person like narrating the story, it can get a little like uh, feeling like you're watching a reenactment type of thing where they're, they're yeah. narrating and then you see what yeah. happens. And then it can narrate. be a little like 48 hours mystery kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. This, this was not that. This was like doing some time jumps. But it all made sense, and and Lorena Bobbitt did a good job framing the movie, so you understood the time period. Yeah. And why, why, if this happened now, things would have been so much different. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they they literally open on her throwing it out the window. That's mm-hmm. how we start <laughs> this. Well, yes. it opens on yes. it opens on yes. L- Lorena Gallo, like it, you know, saying this is my story. You know, blah blah blah. But the first yeah. thing that we see of the like movie proper is her throwing it out the window. She's just like, Boop. yeah, there you go. There you go, motherfuckers. And <laughs> I yeah. gotta say, uh, thing to note, Lorena Bobbitt in 2020, 20, uh, 2020 is <laughs> blonde. So yeah. that's how we know they're different. Even in yep. this, even in this lifetime movie, the, pro- <laughs> the, the two protagonists have different colored hair. So <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that. You gotta, you gotta do gotta it. Just point that. And can I can I give a shot to the? Can I say the director's name? The what I think it's pronounced? Oh, please oh yes, do. please. Uh, Danishka Eterhezi. Oh, okay. Very two different. That sounded accurate. Or maybe Eterhazi. <gasps> yes. I would say Eterhazi or Esterhazi. Okay. Ah, I fucked it up too. Fuck me. Hey, anyway, that's all right. <laughs> what, however you pronounce it, she's a phenomenal director. And right. even so, even also drew her best friend. I think in real life and in the movie, 
blonde hair. So she was Great. brunette, and then the friend was blonde. So you once again, determine... we kept that trope. Dude, white girls all look the same, man. Gotta well, Lorena yeah. wasn't. <laughs> Lorena's not white. Uh, very important to this movie and to oh, probably right, yeah, her sure. life. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> we start out uh, in 1988. We have Lorena, and she meets John at a bar. Uh, he's yeah. like a Marine, and he's like hot or whatever. And she's talking about being born in Ecuador. So I was like, oh, my God. Well, I wasn't born in Ecuador, but, you know, I know a lot of people who were. Yeah. So yeah. She's probably my cousin. Who knows? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I did not know she was Ecuadorian. And then she moved to Venezuela. And then she moved to, like, the USA when she was, like, I don't know, in her teens yeah. or something. And it's also, like, a big theme. Because, like, she she moved there without her parents, right? Because she was staying with her aunt and her cousin. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal about, like, how she, it was her big dream to move here. And, like, it, she felt like everything was coming true for her. And she meets this asshole. Right. And she thinks it's, like, great because he's, like, very charming. And he, like, charms the, the aunt. And, and he's the a Marine. Cousin. Yeah, he's a Marine. Mm-hmm. And he, like, lays on the charm straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also, like, kind of controlling her in like little like minute ways yeah but all like and that's what i like about this movie is they like they don't give us like tons of time of him being just charming like literally eight minutes in he calls her friend fat yeah (laughs) like so like i'm happy that they didn't do that thing where it's like because most abusive relationships they don't start out so terrible it's it's the thing that happens here where like it's little things and then bigger and then bigger and then bigger and then bigger but right. they don't let us spend too much time in the little things. <laughs> like mm-hmm. eight minutes in, we're like, "Oh, he's a piece of shit." Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, and, and like nowadays, it would be like, it'd "Be like, oh, hey, that's we've everyone yeah. has listened to two major crime yeah. crime podcasts to know that this is this guy's a piece of shit." Yeah, yeah, and they do mention like a couple times that like Lorena's nineteen and he's like older than her, so he's mm-hmm. kind of like putting. Uh, you know controlling her that way by like making her feel stupid and stuff because she's like a Mm -hmm. nanny and she's a nail tech and he's like oh you could do better than that or whatever you know like Mm kind of judging her and he's he um invites his cousin to stay over they like move in together and and they because they got married they well they got they got married like at a justice of a peace kind of situation like he gave her a promise ring and then they got married when she was 19 Mm -hmm. 19 yeah. Get it. Yeah, like I was still drinking Malibu and Coke at nineteen. You know. Oh, for sure. Like, and yeah, and then I the, think I was on. Sh- I think I was on shrooms the entire year. Probably. Yeah. 19. Probably. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but the cu- the cousin is like a party boy, so like him yeah. and John go out, they party, they drink or whatever, and Lorena goes out with them because you know she's like nineteen, twenty. She's like, oh, this sounds yeah. cool. Like, I'm gonna go out with my my man at the, at the club and yeah. he, he drinks too much and she's like give me your keys and then he gets like abusive with her in the bar he's like grabbing her and like yeah. i'm driving my car and she like they get in the car and he's like swerving <laughs> all over the road and everything and she like he goes into head-on traffic with his car and she like grabs the wheel to like save their lives and then he's like don't fucking touch my car and like starts like beating her and in then the he hits her yeah. this is 14 minutes into the movie we see her being hit for the first time yes yeah and, and like 
Whoa. I'm pretty sure it was either this time or a later time in the movie because she started as a nanny and then she kind of idolizes the the mom who she nannies for who has a nail salon mm. and she's like can i start working at your nail salon too because like i just i want to be just like you and she's like great and like takes her under the wing and so it's like her first paycheck from the nail salon and she wants to celebrate and then he's like great come on robbie or whatever his piece of shit cousin was called so like he makes her take him and his friend out pays for her drinks then almost kills them and then hits her 14 minutes into this film for saving their lives and also the cousin let's just get this out of the way like this person if he had ever been interviewed he would have been a witness to a lot of abuse and then could have like testified on Lorena's behalf so this guy is like a piece of shit too yeah he's He's almost kind of a double piece of shit exactly Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying like he's around a lot in this movie like and you can be guaranteed that was Lorena Bobbitt or Lorena Gallo saying like let's just make sure that this is very clear that he's in this scene yeah there were fucking lots of people who could have stopped this and did not right right and that's what the movie kind of asserts over and over and over um so what am i where am i well and then it jumps that's what's tricky because then it jumps back to her being interrogated like i don't know like do we tell the story in order or do we tell the story in order of the movie um well i think i think in the the movie because i i pretty you know, pretty you know familiar the with the yeah. with the story i i want to hear how like they did it in lifetime right so basically like um after the fight like the police are called lorena gets taken away mm-hmm. then rio lorena gallo comes on and she's like she thought the beast would stop that's why she didn't leave him mm-hmm. and you know she didn't leave him because she just thought it was like a one-time thing yeah well and, they, and he also was like or in real life he was also like a manipul- I mean he was a yeah. manipulative like he was just like oh baby come on now baby oh baby oh come on, come on baby you'll never do it again baby yeah a little bit of that and then also like she did keep mentioning like I was 19 I didn't know what right. marriages were I grew my up my brain Catholic. wasn't yeah, formed like, yet I was literally a Catholic <laughs> virgin and you don't get divorced right mm-hmm. totally so um, we flash to 1993 now, and it's after the the incident with the penis, and mm-hmm. she's talking to the police. She's, like, getting interrogated, like Kathleen said, yeah. and the, the police are, like, kind of <laughs> The incident being with at, the penis. The incident with the it. penis. Um, they're kind of being the police, assholes. What do you, you know? mean? What happened? What happened to this penis? Oh, well, they're you know. just, like, and, like, because it's also, like, they didn't understand that marital rape is a thing and that it is simply rape. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. right. And yeah. so, and also, and like she and Lorena Gallo pops in to tell us, um, she was interrogated for 14 hours and was never offered a translator or an attorney. So like when they cut to the inter- interrogation scenes, it's her and her blonde friend from the salon. Mm-hmm. So the, it, the friend from the salon, by the way, has a terrible wig. Just a terrible, terrible wig. wig. But she's and a good she, friend. She also, and that's the other theme that we see in Lifetime movies, whether they're real stories or ones that they wrote, is mm-hmm. a good friend is any abuser's worst nightmare. Because yeah. this friend is oh, really yeah. sticking up for yeah. her and is like trying to like talk to the cop. The, the cop also like shuts her down. But yeah. And, yeah. and and because she was like, also, I like didn't know English that well. So like the, the, what she's trying to describe as 
you know, marital rape sounds wild when she's trying to say it with very little English and no sleep. Right. Because, like, yeah. the, the thing, Drew, about it is that was interesting is, like, they use the actual, like, transcribed uh, interview. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Good call. And she's, like, saying, like, he didn't. He, he always has an orgasm and he doesn't give me an orgasm like trying to explain rape but they hear it as jealous latina bitch yeah right you know yeah. what i mean they're like oh she's yep. just mad she didn't get off what a right. psycho yeah. you know and like also, yeah and I like, everyone I like, is i oh. like these ones that are like uh that like i i love i love the stuff where like the lifetime movies like I think, mm-hmm. what was the other one we did with the that other that other fucking garbage human? Oh, Chris um, Watts. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's like I know this, I know what happened, but like, do it. Yeah, like I I just love how it's like great, great job lifetime. Just like going in, going into the the actual, uh, the the script of yeah. the interview. Yeah. It, yeah, and it and it also it let you see how at the time that stuff could have been very easily misconstrued and turned into jokes, and you know yeah. because a whole become a whole thing. Right, and then we see Lorena watching the the late night talk show host like Letterman and all that bullshit, mm-hmm. like doing punchlines, and she's she's like the punchline of America, and yeah. she cries to like her her friend or maybe her cousin. She's like, he beat me, he raped me, and everybody thinks this is funny. Like, what's wrong yeah. with America right now? Like, why yeah. is this funny? I don't get the joke. It's you know wild. what I mean? You're like, yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. is it funny? And we imagine? thought it was hilarious. It's so fucked up. I can't. Well, and we just imagine. didn't know. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, well, we, just we heard were babies. Someone's... I mean, yeah. this oh, is right. really on. Right. That's the thing is. I do. <laughs> this, well, is on, because... this is on the boomers, man. This is on yeah. the boomers. It's I actually was, fault. like, I want to say. I was definitely in elementary school, so I don't know how adults handled it. But I mean, the adults are the ones on the freaking late night shows and stuff. Totally. I mean, I, I mean, I know how high school kids handled it. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, I, wait. No, I don't. Because I was. <laughs> right. Young. We were babies. You were we were babies. But, <laughs> oh, even, did I even skip? on Twitter? Uh, just to just to talk about Twitter for one second, because oh, uh, I've been live tweeting these. Um, everybody was like doing snip snip memes and like getting out the knife gifts. Yeah. And I'm like, ha, 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 hilarious. And then the movie started. I was like, not funny, not funny. No, none of this is funny. I know. Like, I and I've been making a few, not jokes, (laughs) jokes, but like, you know, we kind of, I don't know. Well, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I make a joke where it's like, that good, good job. Good job, Lorena. Yes. Cut that piece of shit's dick off. Because then. That's what Twitter turned into. It was like. And eat it. Yeah. Like yeah. overnight, it was like, yeah. No, Fucking I really wish. Roast it, put in a hot dog. I wish <laughs> he would have. I wish she would have made him suck his own dick until he suffocated. Yeah. To just like. But like, down, if she could have, like, taken it out a little bit so that he could have suffocated as slowly as humanly possible and then mm-hmm. also maybe lit him on fire while it was happening. So he'd be oh, like burning yeah, and suffocating at the same time. Well, that's what I was throw in and allegedly yeah. allegedly for you Kathleen just okay. for legal reasons all this is alleged and we would never do this ever ever no I um, wouldn't do it to someone but he deserves it <laughs> yes yes uh so we, we allegedly allegedly just throwing it in there for whatever sure. whatever lawyers you crazy lawyers out there <laughs> you crazy um, lawyers so we flash back to 1988 and do we get to the is this Memorial Day weekend um 
Or, I think so. It's like around the, I... the Christmassy time. Like, he, oh, um... but we skipped. We, oh. I think we may have skipped because there is like they go on. He's like, oh, let me make it up to you after the first car swerve hit. And he's yeah. like, Let, let's go, you know, to like some little beach town or whatever. So he gets the cousin, Todd, or whatever the fuck his asshole name is. And mm, she brings that. along her blonde friend so that maybe, you know, there could be something with her and Todd. And they, the two girls go into the diner or whatever, and somebody hits on her. And then, uh, what's his name? I, I'm glad I forgot his name. John. But John walks in and starts yelling at them. And then he goes, fine, we're leaving. And then, like, starts to once again beat the shit out of her in the car. This time, in, in the blonde friend. Yeah, in front of everyone. In, in front of blonde friend, who later will testify about it. And was like, and she was like, stop it. And he was like, I will, like, leave you in the car right now. Like, you can get out of the car. Like, he was a monster. Well, right. And the the thing that I wanted to point out about this, because it happens again at Christmas later. Um, yeah. He just keeps threatening her to he's like, I'm going to call ICE and I'm going to get you deported. Yeah. Even and though she, she was here legally. Yeah. And, but and he was he's like, gonna, he's going to say that the marriage was a green card marriage and that she just used him. They're not really in love and that he's he's just being mm-hmm. used for a green card. And even though her their marriage had nothing to do with her green card she already had a green card like her her whole status was legit without him but his point which especially even today is very true it's like people don't need a reason (laughs) you simply have to be from somewhere else from somewhere else where you're not white and then you know and he kept like i think in one of the scenes like they talked about how he like took her paperwork away so that like she literally had no proof of anything Yep. Yeah. So like, yeah. Just manipulating everything. So later, then she gets pregnant, and yeah. he basically forces her to have an abortion, uh, which is like a really terrible scene where they're at the clinic, and he's like, "Those needles are gonna really hurt," and like all this like fucked up shit about. Like, yeah. And everyone in the in the waiting room is like staring at like. Well, and she's Catholic. Like that's a, yeah. That's a big no no. And then the and the do- I, mean, and I don't it know was, catholicism but i think that's a big no-no. yeah that's pretty big up on their on their list of things that you don't do and the the nurse at the clinic it was like also like yes lifetime because she was like the one beacon of hope in this movie like she kicked him out of the office and then yeah. was like do you really want to do this like you don't have to i can talk some we can talk about some other options that you would have or like whatever and she of course is too manipulated and brainwashed at this point to be like yeah "Yeah, let's figure this out but it was like oh these women who work in these clinics are also just beacons of light yeah but oh and then yeah the there's a thanksgiving scene we're just like all out of order but i can't keep track they do a good job of making it we're pretty much in order but okay so like now we're in 1990 at thanksgiving go ahead yeah and this is when i hated him the absolute most because her mom is in town visiting and we see him try like most of the movie you actually don't see him attempting to be charming at all and in this scene he kind of is because her mom's there and they're like dancing in the kitchen like being really cute and this is like i hate this man so so the the most charming scene of him made you the most mad yeah because it's like fuck you don't dance with her mom in the kitchen you're a piece of shit you piece of shit totally well and and he proves it afterwards because 
Yeah, it turns real quick. Yeah, he wants to watch football, and Lorena's mom wants to watch the Macy's Day Parade because it's Thanksgiving. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yes, we do that. Although the Macy's Day Parade is like on much earlier. Okay, just want to throw that up. I'd rather (laughs) watch football, but yeah. So they don't really overlap. But anyways, um, because you know you have you have the parade and then you have the dog show and then you have the football. Everyone knows that. It's it's very it's very common. Football's at night. Yeah, football's at night. Yeah, it's very common knowledge. But um, for some reason in the '90s they must have did it all at the same time, and um, he. He, like, gets so mad that Lorena changed the channel. He, like, rips out the cable bo- box and then, like, goes to leave. And Lorena's, like, chasing And grabs him. Like, her keys and his keys. Yeah. He's, like, you guys are just going to stay here with no cable, no nothing. She, like, goes to get the keys. And he's in the car. He drives the car away with her arm, like, in the car. And drags Yeah, is holding on to her uh, and drags her down the driveway in, the, in a the speeding driveway. car. Yep. And but then That really mom happened, is- right, Drew? Yep. Because yeah. there's a yep. Drew, you, like... Did I don't know if you listen to a podcast or something, but you know about this case, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I was in like I got interested in it. So like at, like post high school, I mean elementary school. <laughs> um, right, right, right. No, let's face it. I was in high school. The so there was like a a phase in my in like my like later teens where I was like the news is wrong. And Everything is fucked, and the media sucks. <laughs> and this was young. This is young, Drew. I, and I, I now it's pretty. I mean, I did a lot of for a preschool. I did a lot of yeah. I did <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of things that I you know would be like, whoa, what are you doing, dude? Um, back then. But one of them, I like, and I've kept to it, and I've never gone away from it. Is that I never believe the news ever for anything. For any reason, <laughs> so <laughs> I have oh I have to struggle with that. That's a curse. But that I got into it where it's like what, it was like I don't know it was like eighteen or something later on where yeah. I was like something is fucky about this, and so I was like was uh, trying to find something about it, but you know the internet didn't wasn't real <laughs> uh, yet. Sure. Uh, but like later on, like in call, like when I when the college and finally internet came available in, well, at least in the libraries, I could uh, look it up. And it was just like all this stuff. I, I don't know. I just got, obs- I kind of got obsessed with it. Cause I was like, why did this? <laughs> Cause like, I was like, I, first of all, I was like, I'm a man. Uh, I'm a heterosexual man. And I want to know how to not get my dick cut off. <laughs> and so that's, I got obsessed with kind of obsessed True. with like, why would this person, cut this guy's dick off there's got to be a reason for that like why would anyone do that because this is like the it's like i i hadn't seen any other uh like news articles or anything like that about that thing that like someone dude getting his dick cut off and so that i just i like i totally got obsessed with it like and so i just i dug in and then i kept digging in and i then i was like cool got it and then later on when podcasts were invented and true crime podcasts were invented. Boom. There we go. There you just get go. even more inf- info. And yeah, I'm just like, oh. Why, maybe that's why life bring it back. out about it. Because people, the general public started knowing like, oh, wow, Lorena, Lorena was yeah. dead wrong. She and wasn't it's just a time, crazy person. It's like, enough that's the time thing is- that went by. And it's perfect time right now these days. 
yeah to like bring that back up because it's like yeah no that's an issue and it should be fucking yeah shown where because because the, yeah, the cops the issue uh, and her the cops were persona. the cops were fucking horrible like that was that's the like yes yep. john bobbitt is a fucking piece of shit but we cannot we oh, cannot well, talk about John thing. Bobbitt being a piece of shit without the cops being yeah. fucking the cops pieces didn't of shit. even like worry about her rape kit or anything. They were more worried about Nothing. finding his wiener. Yeah, they're like, "Where'd you?" Oh put yeah, the that wiener? was a scene. Well, they're we gotta like, get the wiener. Yeah, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're asking her where let you me, put the wiener?" I'd be like, uh, "No, I'm not telling let me, you ever." Let me ask you: It was this in the movie at all? And it I'm was. sure they wouldn't show anything. But did they show? So what happened was like the. This is the real life thing. This is not lifetime. The, uh, where they, so the cops were looking around in this field, where they think she like just tossed his cock out, and he, and they, and one of the one of the detectives saw it right down under under him, and he lightly put his foot on it. Ew! Because he he goes, oh my god. And he put his foot on it because he's just like, wow, what a tragedy. <laughs> this fucking penis. This poor penis. Oh, my Sitting God. in a field all by itself. They did not, show, just... they did not show that scene. Um, he, he did that. <laughs> he did this fucking detective did that shit. Like, oh, my just like, God. Oh God. They did not. And they he... showed enough that was like, oh, these people are monsters. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And because I mean, after... I'm, I know they wouldn't show like a penis on Lifetime, no. but like where he's just like, oh, my God. There's the poor little little guy. Oh, this poor little man. Oh, this penis. Ah. So basically, the movie continues to, sh- to show John like getting more and more violent. Yeah, Lorraine is like trying to get help. She's like calling the police, and you know they're. But not in the incident her. with her mom, after the mom saw her getting drugged by the car, mm-hmm. and she was about to call the police, and the mom was like, "Don't. This is a personal issue." And that's like you know old school. Catholic, and also this is the only thing she's seen. But it was like, oh, great, give her more reasons to stay. You know, like, oh, was just a lot. It's a lot of fear from that stuff. Yeah, like oh, so much, so much actual fear. And like you were saying, like at this point, we did see a cop show up. I forgot that first fight with Todd after the bar. A cop shows Mm -hmm. up because he sees him in the window, and she's like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, so we there has been a little bit of police intervention at this point. And nothing actually happened. Right, because she even goes to try to get an order of protection, and they're like, oh, tell us what happened. And then they're like, oh, actually, tell us again, because the transcriber wasn't here. And she's like, I have to tell my fucking shit like, to, to everyone. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, and she was like, and like, I got to go so back bad. to work. I can't come after work or he'll know something's up and probably right. kill me. So we flash to 1993 after the penis incident. And the After media the is like a circus. Got his cock cut like, off. Yeah, they're like hounding yeah. Lorena. Uh, yeah. John goes into trial and he's found not guilty. Um, oh, the rage! Because they couldn't use a lot of the like evidence yep. of their abusive um, relationship. Abusive relationship. It's well, in- they didn't. Inadmissible. They didn't have. They they hardly had any because it, I mean, unfortunately, she just like didn't report it. Like it, like there was a lack of reporting of it. And there was a because even like her was her mom, someone someone in her family. I can't remember now. 
with that one. But someone in her family, like, she was mm-hmm. like, should I report this to the police? She's like, no, because if you do that, he's going to get angrier and probably kill you. Like, yeah. that, these were yeah. like, because that's the problem with this kind of shit, right? Is that mm-hmm. the, you get scared of doing that just in case it doesn't happen, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, it. Yep. what if he gets away with it? And now, and then I'm dead. I'm yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. So, well, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Lorena is getting charged also with malicious wounding. Mm-hmm. Oh, charge. that's what it was. So not only, because like, A, they, people didn't even really believe that like malicious spousal rape was a thing. Yeah, malicious wounding. Malicious but, wounding. <laughs> but Malicious two, dick cutting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But also, the, another reason he got off was they, um, they she had to have had like even though she had um records of abuse and from the past they needed to have like bruises on her from that night for them to consider it marital rape which is fucking garbage yeah but yes she is now on trial for malicious wounding yeah so her trial goes on it lasts for 12 days um her hearings televised across the country yeah um so she can relive her trauma in front of all of america in front of everyone really i do believe there was a cop and that's i think that's how this like the story of that one detective like kind of just putting his foot over the the, (laughs) gently putting his foot over his dick that cock so no one sees it is like that there was one of the police officers that was actually in her defense Mm mm-hmm uh, because he he didn't like the way that like the other cops were handling you know, mm-hmm. the, the detectives were handling this. He's like, this yeah. woman is getting fu-. like we have a we have. I mean, they, there were reports like yeah leading did, up to this. There were there were reports, but they're just like wasn't enough of them or something. Like it was just I, whatever. It's fucking nineties, yeah. man. Who knows? But fucking also Wild West. It was she, a wild fucking West. <laughs> after he won, her they have this like really great scene with her legal team. Where they're like, so listen, it's you're not insane, but we are going to have to plead insanity and use battered wife syndrome just as a way to get in all the evidence from all the billions of times that he'd hit her. Yeah. Which was smart yep. and terrible that we also have to be like, oh, you're just crazy. It's like, yeah, no, had, it's actually a very to do it, logical response to years and years of abuse. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Lorena is taking the stand and she has to testify in her uh, for her own defense. Um, and as she's doing so, the movie cuts to the the night of the incident. We flash to that and we yeah. see John like coming into the room. And this is like very brutally depicted, like no holds barred, like disturbing to there watch. There were a few scenes in this movie, especially of like rape stuff that was just like definite trigger warning on this movie because it's... Absolutely. Where the actor, the actors had to like really have a good talk with each other. Well, and probably. like unlike a lot of Lifetime movies, the fight choreography in this was really good. Like it was, yep. <laughs> it was yeah. the fight choreography in Lifetime movies is usually comically terrible. It usually it just... cuts away, and we see a man in a in a cardigan set doing really bad special effects stunt work. Just... You know yep. what I mean? Like this was like it just turns really... into. Crouching tiger hidden dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's like all of a sudden it's clearly a man they both in have a Cole Sonoma cardigan set doing They're jumping on rooftop. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like yes. this fight choreography was sh- like scarily good and it made you feel 
you know, like I was like, ooh, Lifetime, can't wait for the Lorena movie. And then I was like, oh, no, this is terrible. Oh, I know, oh, I know. It's now an action and, like, movie. The, um, the actors were very good, too, like portraying so good. Like, everything. So uh, after she's raped very brutally, um, she's like, why did you, why do you do this? And he says, before he passes out, he says, I do it because I can. Because I can. And that's what triggers her and sets her off. She goes to the kitchen. She like, gets okay. to get a glass of water. She sees We're the knife on the counter. We're talking about things we can do. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and then she cuts off the wiener. But we don't see that part. It flashes back to the because, um, yeah to all the times as she's looking at the knife. It cuts back to all the times she's been abused before. Yeah. And you know y- you see like the cycle of an abused woman and the mental state that she was yeah. in when she did what she did. And well, just and, a, an abused human, like it's yeah. a, like it's a it's a person, like this. Per, like I, you know, I would do the same. We would do the and, same. We'd and that's the same. thing. In that moment, when he says, "Because I can," she knows this will never stop because no. he always will be able to. I need to make yeah. it sure that he. I also I wrote "Because I can" in giant freaking letters. Oh my god! Before it was, that, it was it, iconic, click. iconic like yeah, moment dude, in a movie. I was like, "Oh my god!" And because it's fuck. like that is why he's doing it because he can. And, and he's, he's a piece of stop, shit. And he's not going to stop. He will never her. stop. He will never change. And uh, in in one of the trial scenes, he's asked, this is the other thing that I wrote down and then just wrote very large, fuck you. Um, he's asked <laughs> if he's ever hit her or abused her or whatever in court. And he goes, on my honor. No, on my honor as a Marine. Like, fuck you. Fuck your honor You piece as a of Marine, shit. Piece, on Memorial you. Day weekend. Fuck how you. dare right. you? The Marines are better than that. You're a piece of shit. Absolutely. What did you, you serve in, in the Gulf? Nothing happened there. Fuck you, you piece <laughs> of shit. So Lorena is found not guilty. We get a voiceover of uh, Lorena Gallo uh, promising yeah. to stand up for all the abused women. And then we get like yeah. little title cards that are like she lives in West, she lives in Virginia with her family. Yeah. She runs an organization, the Lorena Gallo Foundation, which I promptly gave ten dollars to. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, good. Which and also, we like, encourage all know. of our listeners to do too. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. It doesn't. So they their the foundation does have a Facebook page, but it didn't have a donate button. But then if you like Google it, it there's a charity navigator thing that had one. So. Hopefully that hopefully that went to the foundation, but like, man, was I freaking riled up? Totally. But at least I mean, you should. You should should be. be. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's fucking. You know, that is like (laughs) this, like one of the biggest pieces of shit who still like didn't get his fucking no deserved justice anyway. Like, because he's a garbage person. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, on the podcast, we the board up, put a cork in it. Kathleen, what are you going to do to this movie? I'm pouring it up. I'm pouring it yeah. all over. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fill my my bottle with vodka. It's not wine. It's it's something very flammable. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cut off John Bobbitt's penis. I'm going to uh-huh. stick it into his mouth, Again. like I said before, and make uh-huh. him asphyxiate on it. Uh, and then I'm going to pour his pour it up all over his body and light it on fire. Yep, that sounds good. I mean that sounds right. That's think, that's right? what I'm gonna pour it on. Okay, Drew, how yeah. about you? <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds good. Oh, same, uh, same Z's. Uh, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do it a little differently. Okay, I'm gonna um, re unattach uh, his wiener. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna you know what? And I'm just gonna save. I'm gonna put it in a martini on a, on a stick. You know, like you do with olives. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pour. Uh, I'm just gonna 
I'm gonna pour it, pour the martini onto his onto his penis. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink that martini. And you're gonna use it like as a stir. Yeah. But then I hope that before you murder him, you pour some of the vodka onto his open dick wound so it stings really bad. Oh, well, no, okay. I, I'm not gonna okay. do that because it'll it'll. I, I want him to That's like wasting vodka. suffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. wasting Drew, vodka. Drew I don't have waste vodka. I don't do you if you know me. I do <laughs> not waste <laughs> vodka. Uh, so I'm also pouring it up. I don't have a penis description, but I will just say that man is still alive and he is a piece of shit. And I like looked up a picture of him, and I found a picture of him drinking like a big, like a big gulp and sitting on a couch. He Fuck was on him. a por- he was in a porn. You know that he was in a porn uh, after well, that. Well, I got think I remember time. that. Wow. He should not. Have, he should like. I, I would be fine. I'm fine that he's and not he like made in a lot prison. Of money on that. I'm fine that he's not in prison, but he should. His punishment should be that he can no longer have a dick. Yes. Right. Like that should be his punishment. They sh- that cop that stepped on it should have like stomped on it and then yeah, thrown it away. Like, <laughs> like if I was on that oh search God. team, that shit would have never <laughs> found its way back to him. But no, like, Mike yeah, did a really good job. You know, they can really fail on the biopic. So I think having Lorena involved was pivotal. Yeah. And then yes. having yes. a clear POV and like a 2020 vision on it. Money, money yes. vision. Uh, mm-hmm. They did a really good job. Everybody involved, the the casting, the writing, the directing, mm-hmm. uh, even the cinematography was like pretty cool looking. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I would recommend hey. if if you're not triggered by any of the subject matter because it is very triggering and like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's but like it's a, kind of a but it's kind of a revenge story in a way. Like yeah, I, but the I, problem I, is you don't. I do get, like that. Like my it's favorite movie diff- of yeah. all time is Enough, starring Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Right. And like that is paced it's out. Not, it's not that's enough. paced out in a way that like you there are some some abuse scenes, but like a good chunk of it is her as a training montage of her ready oh, to kick yeah. his ass. And then oh, we, yeah. we get montages. Yeah. And then we get like the greatest fight scene of all time of her kicking his ass. Whereas this like the the night in question is all kind of broken up and like we do just get that kind of one moment of rage well, and, and then because it's lifetime outraged. we don't get to see it. You're outraged yeah. by by the injustice that she had to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like, really, is just fucked, fucked yeah. the whole thing. So yeah, ninety seven percent of the movie is rage, and then you only get three percent of like vengeance. You know. Right. Yep. <laughs> but you should donate to the Lorena Gallo Foundation, and also if you are a victim of sexual assault or you need help, uh, and you know someone who needs help, you can call one eight hundred six five six Hope, which is four six seven three. Or go to Rain's website, and they can connect you with with resources. So yeah, yeah there are people that can help. Yeah, this there's lots of great like uh, Deborah's place in Chicago is another uh, woman shelter that's phenomenal. There's like lots, there's lots of people doing their best, and especially right now on quarantine, domestic violence has gone up a shit ton. Yeah, which is horrific. But imagine being, you know, imagine Lorraine Bobbitt being stuck with him yep. at this point couldn't even go to the salon for those few hours a day that she was at peace right. uh it's so no, horrifying if she, if she didn't do this she'd be dead if oh she yeah didn't do this she would die she would have been yes, killed absolutely absolutely would have been killed Ugh. okay but like but that shit happens and fucking there are people that give a fuck about this shit that's right hardcore and will protect you yeah good to go there Get do help. that Get yeah. Out. Search for if you want to. If you're f- super afraid, all you have to do is go on your browser and go to uh, search in 
or go into incognito mode. Yes, tech, tech Your crazy tips. fucking piece of shit husband or whatever won't even fucking know that you search for that stuff. Yeah, man. and also your yeah, friends want to help it. you. They do. Also, you can use that for Pornhub. Okay. You know, <laughs> All right. You want Pornhub. Um, so that wraps up our conversation about uh, Lorena. Or I was Lorena Bobbitt. I don't even think we said the title of the movie. Uh, no. uh, I think I, we did. I was Lorena Bobbitt. Uh, mm-hmm. But now, before we go, we have our favorite segment of this week, which we haven't done in a long time. We're going to do a Candace. So, oh, um, good. We know, need a little uh, levity. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll lighten it up a little bit. So I'm going to play <laughs> There's this nothing for, lighter than a Candace Cameron. Um, you guys can dance quietly, uh, and then we'll play a Candace clip. Okay? Good. Okay. What you say, Candace Cameron Bure. I'm a wedding day. Catch life, okay. Candace hates the games. Candace Cameron Bure. Drinking rose. Eating creme brulee. Can't share with me. Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. What you say? Candace Cameron Bure. Okay, what do you say, Candace Cameron Bray, the summer where we watch Candace's Instagram and we talk about it. Can I say this one thing? Yeah. I kind I kinda miss her. I know, yeah. right? You've been worried Isn't about that her. Weird? Um I've been worried let me about just her. tell you, during quarantine, she's been doing lots of Salvation Army ads. Oh, uh, okay, good. Getting people to donate to Salvation Army and lots yeah. of quarantine content. So I haven't really been doing Candace because it's not very interesting, but it gets interesting now, okay? Ooh, Very exciting. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip. I'm going to play it, the audio so you can hear it. You can kind of see it, but uh, not really. <laughs> okay. And it's almost 1 a.m. and I'm not sleeping because I went down the TikTok. Uh. Okay, so Candace oh, no. is obsessed with TikTok. Oh Candace. my God, that tracks. Her Candace daughter don't. had a TikTok, and now Candace has a TikTok. Candace, oh, don't. I bet you she's doing all those stupid dances. She did like a a Shit's Creek thing where she was Moira, and uh, her daughter was Dan Levy, and they were folding eggs into a recipe. Uh-uh. No, it was, I, it was crazy. No, I caught up with Candace recently because she came onto E News Daily Pop, <laughs> and by I caught up with, I mean so she came across my TV, and I was just hit with this jolt of a thrill. And she was talking about um, the workout app that she got from her trainer, and I downloaded it, but then realized you have to like pay a bunch for the workouts. So, oh, yeah, the Kira yeah. woman. No, yeah, don't. Yeah, much. don't do. Oh, don't course, download I love, things. I love that you know downloads. who her personal trainer is without even me. You're like, oh, yeah, Kira, sure. Yeah, I know all about Kira. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Uh, we'll just oh, do man, it. I don't know. I don't that, know. That's our reintroduction to Candace. Um, yeah. Next week, we'll do uh, another Candace about TikToks because she, she goes further in detail. Oh, my God. I, I hope what I what I, my hope out of this, of her discovery of TikTok, is that her... Instagram will now be like, like upped, 
Like it'll be up, like where she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I gotta Maybe. edit these videos. I gotta like make, fuck. I gotta do magic tricks. I gotta fucking." <laughs> or she's gonna do like jackass stuff. She's like, "Hi, I'm Candace Cameray. <laughs> I'm gonna jump off the I roof to the, onto the trampoline." Die. That'd be amazing. That would be my favorite. Um. Okay. So I think it's time for pluggy time. We'll start with Kathleen. Anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? Um, the Lorena, Lorena Gallo Foundation. <laughs> and my instagram is at kathleen sing stuff and i am kathleen sing stuff on youtube wonderful drew how about you yeah you can find me on instagram as well not twitter that's i mean i'm on twitter but i don't care about twitter (laughs) that's a scary silly place uh but you can find me on instagram at drew but with pants uh you can also uh go to the not safe for work podcast where uh, me and my friend Sharla, we talk about really horrible, horrible, disgusting things. Uh-huh. And it's not safe. Well, just not safe for work things. There things you, you can't talk about for work. So, yeah. Oh, and my band, The Limbos. The Limbos on Spotify. Just l- listen. Ah, just take a listen. Okay. <laughs> thank you both for being here. And thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Life's in Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Life's in Court. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye.